Welcome to the JFBC Students Podcast. We'll be covering everything from movies, sports, some comedy, and of course Jasper stuff. But mostly, it'll be talking with our students, their friends, and other Jasper people about their faith and what God is doing in their lives. This is the JFBC Students Podcast. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you're listening to it. It doesn't matter. Uh, This is a special, brief Christmas devotional episode. I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of kind of doing these alone by myself. This is like the third or fourth time that I've done this, and sometimes it's just for filler, just to have a podcast episode out there, but really, I felt bad not having a Christmas style podcast episode. You know, the Christmas season is really busy for a lot of people, and so kind of hard to get guests and people wind up and that's okay because once again it's a, it's a busy busy season. So I just wanted to do a very brief devotional-esque type podcast episode about Christmas because there's a debate going on right now uh, in the Christian circle that I'm sure many of you are unaware of or could care less of quite frankly. And uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. First, if you listen last week, we did a best of 2022 with Morgan, Kelsey, Caroline. Great episode to give insight about the year that was 2022. And that was just a part one. Part two will come next week. So I'm probably going to drop this on a Friday morning or Saturday, Christmas Eve. I'm not sure when this episode is technically. It's going to drop in between the two best ofs. But I encourage you to listen to the part two year in review with Lila and Murphy, who kind of talk in a very different way than the other other episode. And we may even do a third one coming into the actual new year because I love hearing from you guys and what's going on and what you thought about the year that was 2022 in our student ministry. But today, that is next week and the week before. But today we're going to talk a little about Christmas and, and just really what it is. The debate that I mentioned that's going on right now is... This year, Christmas falls on a Sunday. Now, the last time this happened was 2016. So, six years ago, this happened. And so, obviously, that's how calendars work. Sometimes Christmas will be on a Sunday. And so, we're talking about Christmas morning, not Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. And so, the debate going around is, should the church... Should Well, I guess it's not so much a debate. Some churches are choosing to not hold any services on Sunday so that people can spend time with their families. Now, before we get into this, and once again, I'm, I'm telling you that this is going to be brief. I'm not trying to make much out of this. I am not here to judge what people do with their Christmas morning. I am just trying to tell you something, what I believe and feel. So... Like I mentioned, that debate going on, should churches have a service on the 25th? Many churches do a candlelight Christmas Eve service. Our church here at First Baptist, we do that every year. And so a lot of church, not all churches do it, but a lot of churches do a candlelight service. And some people count that as their 
their church service. Whatever it is, normally the the service that is on the 25th will mimic that without the candlelight. It'll, it'll look a lot like it. It'll be brief because we know people are doing a lot of things. And you'll, you know how Christmas normally is. You wake up, there's gifts. You have certain traditions you like to have. And so this is not a new thing. This is not like this is the first time that Christmas has fallen on a Sunday, but this debate has just struck up. I see it all over social media in the accounts that I follow. But I, I just wanted to talk very briefly about that myself. And so personally, and I'll just right off the bat, I believe that Christmas Day should be a day of worship. So if it falls on a Sunday, which is the day of worship, then that should easily just be a new day of worship. And what an enjoyable time of worship, too. I know that sounds really old when I say that out loud, but no better time to actually worship than, right, the king, right, of his birthday, right? Happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry, I'm not going to go to church because uh, we have these other things. And so you see this a lot. You see churches do... We like to scold people. We like to point to things. And we always like to say things like, Jesus is the reason for this season. Jesus is the reason. We always point to like, it's not about, you can't have Christmas without Christ. We have all these little sayings and things that we do. And then some of those exact same people that say and point that when Christmas pops up on a Sunday morning, you're like, you know what? I have things that we do. We have certain traditions that we do. Many of you will travel. Well, maybe not many. I don't know. Thanksgiving's a more traveled holiday, but some people are not around on Christmas. But anytime Christmas falls on a Sunday, the birth of Christ, isn't this an opportunity to celebrate that? We should be, in fact, in worship. I think we feel this way because we get so caught up in all of our traditions, all the things that we like to do, which is fine. But may we not lose sight of what Christmas is truly about. Much like these people like to point that out, Christmas is about Jesus, the beginning of the plan of of God sending his son to be born of a virgin and then die on the live a perfect life and then die on a cross for your sin and my sin and raise three days later. That all starts with, well, it starts well before that, but as far as the life of Jesus has to begin with the birth, right? And that's what we celebrate around Christmas. And so I have two verses I really want to look at really quick to tell you why I believe this is important. The first one I posted on Instagram the other day, it's Isaiah 7 verse 14. Now, Isaiah, Old Testament, this is before the birth of Christ, but it's predicting the coming of of Jesus. It says this in verse 14, the book of Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. Now, Emmanuel is a Hebrew word that means God with us. So God with us. Literally, the name gives it away. God with us. Uh, Emmanuel is just another thing people call Jesus. And so they, they will call Jesus, obviously give him the name Jesus, but he's also known as Emmanuel. God with us. A great reminder of what it is that, that God originally wanted. He wanted to be with his people and show us a better way. And basically, 
do what we cannot do. We cannot save ourselves. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves. So God knew he, this was the only thing he could do, which was to come down in the flesh, live among us, teach, heal, do all the things Jesus did, and then take our sin, your sin, my sin, everyone's sin, and nail it to the cross. One big sacrifice for us all if we put our faith in Christ, uh, then we'll be right in God's eyes. And so that all has to begin with the birth of Jesus. So uh, it's really important that that we remember that's exactly what it is. So we have some New Testament verses that uh, basically talk about the birth of Christ. So the New Testament verses that I'm going to look at, I'm not really going to get into the full story. I'm just going to highlight something small here is in Luke 2, starting in chapter 8, it says this, in the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. They were watching their sheep. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them. Now, I can't imagine how scared I'd be. I'm watching my sheep, uh, doing my job, and then boom, here's an angel. And angels were kind of scary looking. And so uh, it says, Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Duh, I would be too. Verse 10 says this. I think everyone knows this verse. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you, Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, a Savior, who is Messiah the Lord, was born for you in the city of David. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in cloth and lying in a feeding trough. I want to point out what that angel says, that this is great news that brings excuse me good news that brings great joy pardon me either way however you want to look at that this is good news the birth of christ is good good news we are in need of good news so you often hear the gospel message i say it a lot the gospel message of jesus christ gospel means good news and so we need the good news of jesus christ Many of you probably have a favorite gift. I I have some things that I always look back on. I remember getting a Nintendo 64, which probably most people listening to this have never heard or seen the Nintendo 64. That's fine. Uh, I just remember getting that N64 and being so psyched about it. Absolutely psyched out of my mind. I I, I was on it forever. It's basically like getting an Xbox or the PS5. Um, point is, it was, it was a great gift. Uh, I, I had a, a science kit one time. I don't know why we even got a science kit. I was young, but boy, I used it a ton. And obviously, Power Ranger toys and the Ninja Turtles. I had tons of things that I remember, many gifts vividly uh, growing up. I always, sometimes we forget about Jesus. We think of Jesus being obviously the Savior. Think of Jesus being the Christ, Jesus doing all these things, but Jesus is a gift. And so he's the greatest gift ever given. God looked at it and said, hey, look, you can't, I love you so much and there's nothing you can do because of your awful sin. You and I have that. There's nothing you can do about it. So I'm going to do something about it. And it's going to be free. It's not going to be free 
for me, as in God, it's not going to be free for God, but it's going to be freely given to you. All you have to do is believe in Jesus. You got to admit that, hey, you've got that sin in your life and then believe Jesus is who he is and commit your life to following him. And so, but it started with a baby in a manger. Now, Jesus is the king of kings, like of all the things that are royal, right? He is the most royal of them all. But in this setting, he came and and basically lived the life of a servant. Now, a king's not going to be born in a manger. A king's not going to be wrapped, like a new prince that's born isn't going to be wrapped and put in a feeding trough. Like they're, they're going to have the greatest of all things. Gold plated this, gold plated that. That's not what happened to Jesus. You know, Jesus literally was born in meager situations. Uh, not to show his great wealth of who he is. It was to show that he had come here to be a servant. And those are important details that sometimes I think we forget. While Jesus is the king of kings and worthy of our worship, he started out as a child, obviously. And he was born in a situation that wasn't necessarily ideal. Um and yet people came and brought gifts and kneeled down to him because they saw the sign and said, hey, this child is going to do great things. This child is going to do things that bring complete and total change they trusted in what God was going to do. What I want to tell you is that Jesus is very much worth it. He is that gift that we should be elated, that the gift that you remember most, that you opened up and you had brought you the most joy. Well, Jesus is that gift, should be that gift for us as believers. That while we didn't open him up like a present, the gift that was given to us was from God. And it was through the blood of Christ and it began as a being born as a child. So December 25th, obviously, we love to watch Christmas movies and Christmas have Christmas lights and have Christmas traditions and there's tons of things that we love to do. And I'm not, uh, I love those things too. I have tons of things that we do and the way we celebrate. But I want you to know that Jesus is exactly why we celebrate Christmas. This idea of Christmas, this idea of good news and great joy is all because of the birth of Jesus. And then what he would go and do. We've got the full picture. We saw the full story of scripture laid out for us. And so we are able to to know this and to grow in this. And uh, don't, don't miss this opportunity to come together on this morning where we celebrate the birth of Christ and then to worship him. And so it you may be troubled. It doesn't have to be First Baptist Church of Jasper. I'm just saying take time to gather corporately together with other believers and worship the King of Kings. That's my encouragement to you. Doesn't mean that I'm pressuring you to do those things. I believe strongly that Christmas morning is is meant as should be meant as a time of worship. Like we should be excited about worshiping the King. And so I hope that will that you will do that too. You'll be excited about that opportunity to worship the Lord. I just want to sign off and tell you uh, this has been a fun year. Uh, next week, we'll hear from Murphy and Lila, and they'll tell you about the things of 2022 and the student ministry. 
and it's a great listen. Uh, we had a great time recording. I hope you will listen to that. Um, and most of all, I, I hope you'll remember why we, we do these things and, and why we celebrate Christmas and uh, the joy that we find in Jesus. And so remember that uh, as you're enjoying time with family and friends and opening gifts and giving out gifts and eating great food, take time and reflect and worship the King of Kings, because that is why we do this. And of course, I want to uh, tell you on behalf of the uh, JFPC student ministry and all the people that are connected and help, we all want to wish you a very Merry Christmas.